0: Welcome to the Daily Win, a Today App Podcast. My name is Shay Antunez. Uh, Thank you all so much for supporting us over the first 16 episodes of the show. We sincerely appreciate your patronage. Um, We're very excited to continue to bring you new and fresh content. Um, This week, um, we're actually uh, have gone back and edited and we're going to re-release an interview that we did with your 212 coach, Tim Linden, um, back in February of 2020. And so this was a little bit before the COVID world. And so we're referring to uh, early on year goals and some of those items, and so it may feel a little dated, but in reality, the content is evergreen. Um, Tim is awesome. He's been a he's been a, a coach to insurance agents for over two decades now. He's really the OG of of the coaches. Um, he talks a lot about pivoting and holding team members accountable, and we even dive a little bit into life insurance techniques as well. It's really everything is a mindset and he uses an awesome analogy when it comes to effectively pivoting and really doing anything within an agency. It's all about taking a swing at the pitch that's in front of you. If you take three pitches and don't swing, you'll never make the sale and you'll strike out. And so I'm super excited to re-release this interview with Tim. Uh, We've gotten a little bit better at editing, so we've cleaned up the audio a little bit. And so I think you all will enjoy that. so that uh, the next episode we will be releasing on October 15th, and we will have a new episode then. And so I'm excited to present that to you as well. So I hope you enjoy our conversation with Tim Linden, and we we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Welcome to The Daily Win, uh, the Today App Podcast. I'm your host, Shay Antunes, and I'm sitting here today with Tim Linden of Your 212 Coaching. Tim is an outstanding coach for insurance agents and financial services professionals. He's been in the business for t- uh, a little over 22 years, and I'm very excited to have you
1: on today, Tim. Tim, how are you doing? I'm good, Shay. Thank you for the intro, and I appreciate the opportunity to
0: share with you today. Awesome. Well. I've been to several of Tim's classes over the course of my career, and there's one phrase that he says that has stuck in my mind and has been tattooed in my mind for almost 10 years now, and that's working your ask off. I over enunciate the K to just so people know, I'm not saying a bad word on the, on the show, but working your ask off. So the importance of pivoting and multilining your current customers and multi-lining new customers as well. And so Tim has been talking about pivoting forever and he has, and he has some effective and efficient ways to go in and out of pivoting. And so. Uh, We're wanting to create some content that's good for all of our listeners across all the different carriers. And I feel like effective pivoting is a really good place to start. So Tim, what does an effective pivot look like to you? It's a great
1: question. It's a question I get more often than not. And I appreciate your remembering work your ask off um, because nothing is going to be handed to you with regard to any product that you sell. The more you ask, the more likely that you are to get it. I'm guessing on this call, Shay, that you've got some young or, or new team members, some existing team members, some younger agents, some existing agents. So the audience is probably very varied. What right. is an effective pivot? It could be something different for everybody that's on this call. But let me equate it to this and, and, and paint a picture that I think everyone on your podcast can, can relate to. When I'm not coaching you, I'm coaching ten-year-olds to play baseball, and we have a, for lack of a better word, we we just have a all a philosophy on the baseball field. When that pitcher, that ten-year-old over there on the mound, throws the baseball to you, we would like you to swing your bat. And we've look, we've got ten-year-olds that take pitch one, pitch two, pitch three, right down the middle of the plate, a little outside, a little inside they come back to the dugout and they're crying. They're crying because the umpire said, you're out. Well, we take 20 pitches a day in an insurance agency. We have 20 opportunities every single day, a policyholder walking in, a policyholder calling in, us calling out to a policyholder, us sending an email out to a policyholder, us receiving an email, sending mail out. We equate those opportunities to pitches because it's rare, if at all, that one of these people that you're interacting with during the course of a day has auto, fire, life, health and a bank product with you. Each one of these interactions is a pitch coming from the mound, 46 feet away, 60 feet away. An effective pivot is where you the agent or you the team member Stay focused on the person that's in front of you, the person that you're speaking to. Without regards to the phone ringing, you take your bat off of your shoulder and you swing your bat by asking that person about another line of insurance. By asking them something as simple as, now that I've taken your payment, may I ask, who do you insure your home with? Now that I've answered your question, may I ask, Who do you insure your income with? Your effective pivot can be as simple as broaching a subject with broaching the subject of an additional line of insurance with a policyholder. When that policyholder is in front of you by, by email or however you might be interacting, take your bat off of your shoulder and swing your bat by asking about the one other line of insurance. To us, it doesn't get any simpler than that. And it doesn't have to be any more complicated to be an effective pivot by simply broaching the subject of another line of insurance.
0: So you're you're essentially having a conversation with someone.
1: You're staying in the moment of whatever the reason is that they called. You're not succumbing to a rule in the agency where we have to answer the phone before it rings twice. You're staying in the moment with the person that's in front of you, whose mind is on insurance. They either came to you or you came to them and you've got their mind on insurance. And if you don't take that opportunity to swing the bat, your competition, which is already in your policyholder's household through a mailbox, through a TV ad, through an Internet ad, through a pop-up on Pandora or wherever it might be, your competition is already in the household. And they're not only asking your policyholder about the line of insurance that they already have, but they're asking your policyholder about the line of insurance that you have with them. Hmm. Stay in the moment and ask the person, help them with what they called, and then ask them about one additional line of insurance. If you don't, the competition is. That is good stuff,
0: Tim. We have a lot of agents on, on the call with you know, larger teams. We have a lot of folks that are newer agents as well. So how, how would you go about training a team to find the right pivot from each type of transaction?
1: Okay. If I could stay on the baseball theme, you know, cause we, it's universally known baseball is universally known and whether you're a big fan or not, it's universally known. So when we've got a 10 year old that's standing in the batter's box, nervous as all heck. All right. He's nervous as all heck. What we do is we teach them to speak out what they see through what we call pitch recognition. And that's the same philosophy we share with a team member or an agent. For example, when the pitcher throws you a baseball that's a little bit outside, you don't look at it, you, you, your first thought, your first, your, your mind trains you or your mind says to you that's outside. Your mind is training you not to swing, kind of like your mind is training you in an agency not to, not to pivot because you're looking for a reason not to. What we say to that 10-year-old, that 11-year-old, that 15-year-old, that 33-year-old that's new in the business, that 64-year-old agent that that, that just needs to refine it, when that pitch is outside, you swing the bat, as you say, single to right field. <laughs> when the ball is high, a little bit high, you, as you swing your bat, we tell the kids, deep fly to center field. Whatever it might be that you see with that pitch, just speak it as you do it. Now, there's going to there's not going to be any perfect pivot and and everybody is going to recognize pitches differently. So it's difficult to say, hey, this when somebody comes in and she looks like she's 13 and a half months pregnant and she's holding two kids as she's making a payment. Some of you might see that as well. That's a logical life pivot. Others are going to see it and say, I need to drive this woman to the emergency room. We all see things differently. The important thing is get into the batter's box and start swinging at the pitches based on what you see, what you visualize, what your vision is by asking that person about one more
0: line of insurance. So for each one of us, it could be something different. That's fantastic. That feels simple enough to take to our teams and to coach. Just take the pitch that they give you. While we're still uh, thinking about team members, how would you go about holding a team member accountable to making sure that they are pivoting and multi-lining?
1: Great question. And if pivoting is the biggest question I get, accountability is an even bigger. How do I hold my team accountable? And it's simple by stop holding them accountable, by getting rid of the word accountability. And Shay, I want you, I want everybody else to get rid of this word for these reasons. First of all, agents suck at it. Agents suck at holding team members accountable for a variety of reasons, not because they're bad people, but because there's a connotation that accountability is equal to you didn't do something you were supposed to. Mm
0: -hmm. We as
1: agents are not trained there's nobody out there saying, hey, here's how to best hold people accountable. And as agents, we, we hate being held accountable ourselves. So when you put all of this together this, on the accountability piece, there's no wonder that we struggle with it. Not to mention, team members hate being held accountable. Team members, for the most part, know what they're supposed to do. And when you come into the room and say, why didn't you do that? That just makes your relationship much more difficult professionally. And, and this, this, this transcends what we're doing here to our personal lives as well. Spouses hate when their spouses say, hey, why don't you do that? And, and kids hate it with their parents. So you want to effectively hold the lead a team member to pivot, then hold them accountable for not. And, and how do you do that? You work forward, we call it play forward. Back to the baseball analogy. When you made an error, we don't come out and say, why did you make the error? You knew you made the error. Let's, What can we do differently in the future so that we feel the ball correctly? Play forward. Lead forward. People respond differently. A perfect example in, in not, just, not your industry, but a perfect example of, of an industry that has effectively led team members to pivot is in the car rental industry. Okay. When you rent a car at Nashville airport, Knoxville airport, or, or Newark airport, and you walk up to a counter, that counter person asks you to upgrade your car, purchase gas, purchase insurance, and add a driver. And she does that from her first day on the floor. This young lady, young guy, at National Airport, Newark Airport, and every airport in between, hands out 100 cars per day and pivots four times on every transaction. He's pivoting, she's pivoting 400 times per day. Wow. And you know one of those pivots, Shay, is they're asking okay. about insurance. They're not even licensed. They're asking more about insurance than the average agent, average agency. And the reason they do is because their leadership It doesn't hold them accountable. Their leadership leads them by giving them tools that make it simple to do it. You know, on our website, we have, we stole the car rental contract. That's what it is. It's a car rental contract. We stole it, created something called the Homeowner's Application Supplement. It's out there on our website. Anybody wants to take it at your 212 coach on our sales tool page. And and it was created in the likeness of that car rental contract so that the team member can do nothing but pivot on every single transaction. Team members need leadership and they need tools. Stop holding them
0: accountable. That's beautiful. I want to dive into one more topic with you, Tim, before we wrap up. We're still here in the first quarter of 2020 and our listeners, for the most part, they're working really hard to start their years off strong, especially in the area of life insurance. My question for you is, how do you go about coaching a team member to effectively pivot to life specifically?
1: First and foremost, have a conversation with the team member about, about life insurance in general and why people insure their life. Shay, I recently taught a class where there were 40 team members. I'm teaching them how to sell life insurance. In this aha moment, I stopped the class and I asked everybody to turn a sheet of po- paper over and say, I asked, do you own life insurance? Answer yes or no on the back of your sheet of paper. Turn your sheet of paper over. We went with the rest of the class. At the end of the class, I asked everybody to turn in their sheets of paper. Shay, 13 out of 38 people owned life insurance. Oh, no. 25 team members did not own life insurance, and my job is to teach them how to sell mm-hmm. it. If, if, if I want to be successful with a team member in terms of them selling life insurance, we must first understand why people insure their life. We, you know, you look at the average person and it's great that they've asked us to insure their car. But if their car was stolen, they could download an app called Uber and they would get home. Worst case scenario, they would walk home. If they got to their house and their house was burned down, they would, worst case scenario, they'd call their in-laws. But they'd probably go to a hotel. For clothes tomorrow, Walmart's open all night. If the plane I was on last week, flying me back from California to Newark, did not make it home, my family would be screwed. Would be absolutely screwed. And here's here's, here's what scares me. Although I don't text and drive, you and I both know, Shay, that there are people listening to this podcast and checking their email at the same time. They're scrolling through their Facebook while they're listening to a podcast. We live in a world where people are multitasking and one of those multitasks is they text and drive. Now, it's not you, Shay, and it's not me, but what about the guy behind you? The guy in front of you that doesn't see the roadblock slams on his brakes and now you go through the back of his car, not because you text and drive, but because he does. We, Shay, you and I, and each listener on this podcast, and each person we insure is a text message away from their family being screwed. It's the truth. I listened to your podcast, Shay, and I heard another gentleman who I think very highly of talk about how people put more time and energy into planning a vacation than their financial future. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Our job, our responsibility, when we talk to somebody it's just, and we have them in the moment to talk to them about what we call a moment of truth. And the moment of truth is this, we're all text message away. And, and before I ask you to talk to anybody about life insurance, I wanna make sure we have a firm understanding of what the product is and what it can do. I'm gonna secure from my company a report that comes out every week. Your company or the State Farm company sends out a report to leadership each week that includes or each month that includes the number of life claims that were paid in the past 30 days, what type of plan, the age of the, the, the owner or the insured, okay, and how okay. long that policy was owned. Every single month, I'm going to go through this list with my, my team members so that they see. It's not 94-year-old people who die in their sleep. It's 46-year-old people. It's 15-year-olds. We first, if we want our team members to pivot, we first have to understand what it is that we do for a living and why this product is so important. And if we can build up that importance, selling life insurance is easy. If we can't build up that importance, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work with that team member to basically put the ball on the tee for me. They're gonna be the ones that are setting appointments so that I can swing my bat. They're gonna be the ones that are sending out those sales resources like the homeowner supplement so that the other team members in the office can do the life insurance. If I've got six team members, I've got one person that's struggling in life insurance and just is not gonna do it, I'll look for ways for that person to support the others that are a little bit more passionate about it. And that's how we work with team members in the life insurance arena.
0: That's the reason why we do it. You know, having the, the, that why, without a why, it's hard to sell do, anything.
1: Shay, without the, wait, let me say this here, without the why, we're selling apps. I want everybody to listen to these two statements I'm going to say. And the first one is, I have a goal of writing two life apps this week. Or I have a goal of ensuring two lives this week. When you have a goal of writing two life apps, you're going to struggle. When you have a goal of ensuring two lives, your struggle will be less. Just simply t- just changing that mindset is so huge. The mindset of why it is I'm doing this. I'm not looking to write apps. I'm not looking to qualify for fast start, although it's nice. I'm not looking to travel. I'm looking to ensure lives. And when I ensure lives and I understand why what I'm doing, I've got the mindset. Fast start travel and everything else comes
0: to you. That's a powerful place to end it, Tim. I I appreciate that. Of course. Um, So if any of our listeners would be interested in learning more about your services, how would they go about doing that? The
1: the best way is to go to our website, your 212 coach, um, your 212 degree coach, if you will, Y-O-U-R 212 coach. We're founded on the principle of working on one thing at a time with an agent and a team member. One degree at a time turns warm water to boiling water. Boiling water gives off steam. Steam powers locomotives. You can find us at your212coach.com. We have a closed Facebook group that we invite anybody that wants to come in where we share every single day. They can reach me by text message at 908-907-3857 or an email tim at timlindon.com.
0: Awesome. In the show description, I'll be sure to include the website, your email address, and phone number as well, so folks can, can reach out to you that way. I love the way Tim takes complicated things and makes them so simple. Like I said in the intro, the analogy comparing the opportunities to pivot to being in the batter's box as a 10-year-old in a little league baseball game. Um, We have to take the bat off our shoulders if we're going to succeed, if we're going to pivot effectively, if we're going to hit our goals. I also love the point that he makes about your mindset. If your goal is to to sell two life apps a week, you're going to struggle with that. But if your goal is to ensure two lives, Every week, that's going to change the way you think about it. It decommoditizes from the sales team members' perspective what a life app is, and it makes it more of a relationship. Travis Simon in our uh, episode that we released two weeks ago mentioned the same thing. And so we have these really smart people that are talking about ensuring lives. I think that's a good way to change our approach and to change our vernacular. So, again, Tim, thank you for joining us. Uh, you brought a lot of wisdom, and we really appreciate it. If you like our show please uh give us a five star rating and and also uh leave a review and then if you really like our show you can also subscribe to it we have new episodes new content dropping every two weeks on the 15th and the last business day of the month and so you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform apple google spotify breaker overcast Pocket Cast, radio public and anchor and our new episode will automatically drop in your feed on the release date. So if you subscribe today, you'll have our next episode in your uh, podcast feed on the 15th of October. So thank you so very much for listening. And thank you again, Tim, for joining us today. And I hope you all each have a winning day.